You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jenny, director, head of compliance and all things compliancy here at Cedar. You sound thrilled to be talking to me. Well, because you guys won't. I mean, we for everybody, this is kind of an ambush situation. Most of the time, I don't really find out what we're talking about in, until a few minutes before. So I have a little bit of prep time. But in this case, they won't let me have my laptop or anything. They're like, no. So Yeah, well, you know, usually the compliance team talks to you about really boring, you know, compliancy legal topics. So Very surprise. Surprise. We're not doing that Are today. we talking about ribs and barbecue? No. No. Okay. All right. No. Sorry. Okay. We're going to talk about the good and the bad and the right way and the wrong way to outsource and use remote HR services. Oh. But I have to get you there first. This feels (laughs) self-serving. It is. However, let me tell you how I got to this topic. Okay. So a few days ago, I was listening to a true crime podcast, you know, as you do. Uh (laughs) So they told this really interesting story about a woman who got convicted of a bunch of charges for trying to hire a hitman to kill her ex-husband. Okay. This totally relates to HR. I can see it in your eyes. I can see that. So what she did... She went online and Googled, trying to find a hitman. And lo and behold, there is a website called rentahitman.com. Oh, I know where this is going. (laughs) Um, And so she, um, short version of this is this guy created this website as like a project when he was in grad school. The website was just sitting there and... One day he checked in on it. He, and wait a minute. He got a form fill? Yes. He got a form fill. There's a form fill to fill in if you would like their services. Oh, nice. And he happened to check it after forgetting it for a few years. And he actually had requests for his services. And so people who seem to have legitimate requests for hiring hitmen, he uh-huh. responded back to them, confirmed they really did want to do this. And then he provided that information to the police because uh-huh. he was not actually providing a hitman service. And instead he's saving people's lives, which is nice, right? Yeah. And, and convicting stupid people. Exactly. Um, cause they, so they, arrest, they went to her house and arrested her for just being an idiot. It's just like, we're here from the idiot patrol, yes. and you've committed an idiot felony. Yes. Um, and uh, once he found out that people were actually doing this, he really <laughs> beefed up the site. And oh, and he made it really good. I mean, it's pretty obvious it's a joke, uh-huh. but he still gets people submitting requests. Wow. So part of him beefing up the site, well, first our... We'll just throw in a HIPAA pitch here. Everyone needs to do some HIPAA training. Okay. Paul, what does HIPAA stand for? Oh my God. It's it's um it's a it's a really <laughs> large animal. It floats in rivers. Yes. In the Amazon. It's a hippo. Oh, that's a hippo. Yeah. Hippo. That's a hippo, hippo compliance. Shockingly, you don't remember what this is. It's the Hel- Health Insurance I- Portability <sighs> and Accountability Act of 1996. You can't even say it. No. No one can. But I, that's knew, the I point. knew that, by the way, everybody. She just blurted yeah, it out obviously. before I could say it. No one really knows what HIPAA stands for or okay. what it does. We see people throw the word around. So this guy 
use that to his advantage. And he can sell these services by saying that everything's confidential because they are HIPAA compliant. <laughs> They're HIPAA compliant. They comply with the Hitman Information <laughs> Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. Sweet. So he added some credibility to the site. You know, my concern is is that they've hired him, and I'm wondering, is he an independent contractor or not? Is he an employer or an independent contractor? <laughs> of course he would think that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, underneath the analysis, he'd be an independent contractor. He'd be a contractor. But, yeah, because they're not in the business of killing people when they get in touch with them. And therefore, Correct. he is providing a, a, a known service for them, which does not really, you know, can't be associated with their business. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, one of the very, oh, very minute. real what? testimonials on the site. Was she going to issue like an I-9? Or, no, not an I-9. <laughs> um, uh, a, uh, uh, what a, is it? A W-1099? Yeah, 1099 yeah. at the end of the year because, you know, I paid services and he needs to be paying taxes. That's on a good it. question. We should submit to him that he should add information about that to um, the site. I am going to okay. his website. So oh, it's amazing. Well, there is a very, very real, obviously, testimonial on the site. Oh, nice. My business schedule is too busy to get my hands dirty with human resources issues. So I consulted with Rent-A-Hitman, and they handled my disgruntled employee issue promptly while I was out of time on vacation. Gracias, Rent-A-Hitman. I, uh, I... I'm trying to think, can we add this? Where do we put this in our services? It'd be very expensive. I mean, is it that unusual that you'd think a manager is so confrontational avoidant that they'd rather hire a get a hit job? Well, I have uh, on more than one occasion had a doctor ask me to come fire the employee for them. Exactly. And you've heard me tell the yeah, story. And he, he was like, I was like, doc, it's just too, it just, it costs too much. And, and, and he was like, how much is too much? This is 10 years ago. And I said, um, well, so, you know, three days, travel, yada, yada, 12 grand. And I gave him a number that I thought that he, he, you know, I gave him that outrageous number because I wanted him to buck up and do it himself. And he said, okay, I'll do that. And I, then I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I'm not taking 12 no. grand. That's, I, it was a joke. Yeah. But that would make me kind of a hit, man. Well, exactly. And I think Except some no people. would die. <laughs> <laughs> no one would die. But um, so that first brings me back to what should you outsource to an HR company? And the reason why we won't fly someone out to do this for you yeah. is because you shouldn't have some third party who doesn't even work at your business be handling directly yeah. that conversation with the employee. Exactly. Isn't that a perfect segue from my cr- true crime podcast? It was really, really good, Jenny. That's really well thought out. So you know it that you you made the point this is one of the reasons we are not in love with third party employers um they called all sorts of things that i think the typical term that you hear the most is a peo the way it's sold is is that you're kind of you're kind of outsourcing which we don't love right. we believe in insourcing you're kind of outsourcing all of your hr and the question you know comes to mind is, well, how, uh, are they going to be the ones who communicate your strategic HR business planning and keep people fired up and involved and engaged and everything, um, as well as be the ones that are going to do the other parts of your HR? And the answer to that is a resounding no. Um, it, it, I mean, think about what it would feel like to work at a place where someone from offsite calls in on a phone and fires people. Yeah. Or someone you've never even talked to 
or only seen strolls in and sits down and chews somebody out and issues a corrective action and walks out of the door. I mean, these are not the 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 best circumstances to to work under for an employee. So, I mean, I'm sure there are varying levels of it, but we really don't like the the third party outsourcing thing. That that being said, we like the term insourcing, which is you find support which trains and educates you and and supports you to understand what your obligations are and what some of the possible ways you can solve a problem with an employee are, and then you go do it as a manager or as an owner. That's the model that we work in. So when you when people call for everybody who's listening, when people call in for our solution center, a lot of times they think they're calling on a compliance call. Well, you are, because if you call from San Francisco, we have to maybe solve a particular problem one way than if you're in, say, um, South Carolina. So in that way, there is some compliance to it because there's laws and regulations that kind of regulate everything that we do with an employee. But on the other end of this service that we uh, provide and that we, I think, really are, we set a very high standard, if not the standard, is we're also have done this 150,000 times before over the last 16 years, and we've seen different solutions work and not work. And we can often give you uh, not just one or two options, but three or four ways that you might approach a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And that is not outsourcing. Correct. That is using, you know, using help. I mean, if you're listening and you're a member, or if you're not a member, um, I don't know if you've ever paid attention to this, the hero story. You know, this is something they teach in, in literary school, and, and it's how Star Wars was built, and it's just the thing you follow. Um, we're not the hero, and you, you are. If you're the listener, you're the hero. Our job is to support you in your journey, and you, we know your journey is ever-changing and challenges are different every day. But anyway, I, I can't. that's, that's our self-serving pitch for cedar yeah 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 so better to do this yourself don't make somebody get help so you know how to do it right but uh, don't get some third party in to come do this who also then can't handle the drama in the office that happens after you've murdered one of your employees or you know taken out a hit on them yeah we are not going to come kill any employees and it, it just wow it's it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm speechless. <laughs> okay. All right. This is our, this has been <laughs> what the hell just happened in HR. We found a website with a testimony on it that uh, said that the guy did a great job handling an employee issue <laughs> and the guy was supposedly a hitman. Uh, I can't wait to go find the website. It's great. All right. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week and remember, better workplaces make better lives.